My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO 321BizDev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. This episode will be uploaded to 321Biz Development, B Sales Executive, Winning Team Biz, JW Insurance Services, and Meet and Invite Podcasts. 321BizDev LLC brings a combination of sales systems, business development, and website design to worldwide business owners of any size. Our business is people, our product is sales performance. We tell business owners exactly what they need to know and why they need to know it without any gimmicks or fluff. We know what the sales performance struggle is like because we were once there too. And our team of trainers and digital marketing specialists can help business owners meet or exceed their revenue expectations. 321 is the company to call if you or your sales team want to master the following four main sales functions, contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. 321 BizDev services are available worldwide where the English language is spoken. We can be reached toll free in the US and Canada at 833-321-3212 or internationally using WhatsApp at country code 1-406-402-6400. We have over 150 hours of business development content and interviews with business owners from around the world. Today's podcast episode is titled, How Do We Go From No Business Experience to Having Great Business Experience? So today is June 26th. It's about six o'clock in the morning on the West Coast. And I decided to do this podcast for about four to five different groups that uh, people, for groups that people that hear our podcast episodes uh, across the country and around the world. And I decided to include all four to five different uh, listener groups to receive this podcast episode because it is very relevant right now as a lot of people are dealing with uh, this um, COVID-19 situation and some of the urban unrest and uh, just a lot of stuff going on. And so this podcast episode is not specifically to sales because there are so many different uh, opportunities or so many different groups for people to benefit from just having the experience or just having the conversation about having very little experience uh, in, in one area and how to transition to having experience, you know, over time. So the podcast episode is for business owners. It's for people that have direct sales businesses. Um, it is for one of my newest clients, uh, JW Insurance Services, uh, Financial Services eight representatives. It's for religious groups because we do support and, and speak with a few religious groups on how to grow church church membership. And I did I didn't add this information, but I am working with two congressional candidates who are running for office uh, and we'll find out if voters will vote for them on November 3rd, 2020. 
So that's what I mean by saying that um, this podcast episode touches many different platforms. And to have no experience, whether it be business experience, whether, whether it be insurance experience, uh, political candidacy experience, or, you know, like I said, religious church growth experience, it's all in one bag, you know, for me and, and for, for my company. So I just want to start the podcast episode just by saying this lack of experience is not something where you can say, oh, it's these particular items that I'd like experience in. And Rick, can you please tell me how to fix that? Um, It would be great if I could do that. But what I can tell you is every transition from having no experience to having experience requires a system. That is the one thing that I learned long time ago, and especially while serving in the military, that everything has a system if it's successful. And I know a lot of people may say, well, gosh, you know, I'm so tired of hearing people always bringing up the military. They always bring up the military when they talk about you know, how successful they are or what's the best way of doing things. Well, not everyone has served in the military. So, you know, quit talking about how the military helped you uh, become more productive and more proficient and efficient. And I must tell people, even though some people may not like to hear the conversation of others like myself that talk about the military, the military has something that I wish every company or every person could, you know, implement in their in their lives, and that is, is that they have this way of doing things repetitively. Uh, when you do things over and over again, you become great at it. And the reason why the military does things over and over again is because when it comes down to winning, when you're fighting the enemy, you must be uh, darn sure. <laughs> that you have practice what you need to t- what you need to execute when the time comes. So I, re- I recall being in the military, you know, doing things that I'm asking my my uh, my sergeant when I was an airman. I'm asking my sergeant, gosh, I've already done this like 20 times. And the sergeant would say, well, we need to continue doing it because we need to build uh, some expertise uh, in this particular area, whether it's cleaning equipment cleaning transmitters and receivers, um, you, you know, making sure that all the, the hydraulic equipment was, was always working, even though we tested it two weeks ago. We had reports that we needed to complete that showed we actually looked at this component. We looked at this, this uh, hardware item or this apparatus, or we looked at um, like, some, like a gun item to make sure that this gun item was ready to perform at its optimum. So that's what I mean by, you know, a system. So when you have a system, you have repeated this system so often that it's almost second nature. And that's one of the requirements that people need to go from having no business experience uh, to having great business experience. And I don't mean just business. Whatever your function is that you need to perform you want to become good at it. And the way you become good at it is, is by doing it over and over again. 
So another way that people can go from having no experience to having great experience is to analyze using a system what they want the outcome to be. Now this is one that's going to try to it's going to probably confuse people a little bit because you know when I was working in corporate America I picked up on a trick that a um, a more senior management person you know helped me with and this person his name was Dan and he was the president of the company uh, here in Sacramento and so one day I had a chance to meet with Dan one on one because I was a new supervisor at the Fortune 500 company uh in Sacramento and Los Angeles. So Dan asked me a question. I said, "Well, Dan, I'm ha- I'm struggling with this area in operations." And Dan said, "Well, what's your plan to fix it?" So my response to Dan was, "Well, let me take you, let me tell you what my problem is and let me walk you through it." So I got within 2 minutes of describing my management situation and my management obstacle and Dan said stop and I was like whoa I thought I said to myself I thought you wanted to know what my operational you know situation looked like that's what I said to myself I didn't say that to Dan and Dan said you know Rick let me give you some advice and he learned this advice uh going through uh MBA school he went to uh a MBA school back east And after he told me what I'm going to tell you guys today, uh I said to myself, that is probably if he didn't learn anything else at the at the school back east at the MBA program. This one piece of advice was probably the primary reason why he was so successful as a CEO. And what Dan told me was instead of uh looking forward starting from the beginning and moving from left to right and the left is the beginning and the right is the finish line start at the finish line and work backwards oh so i was kind of used to that uh type of uh thinking that's called reverse engineering so what dan said was pick the situation as it ends so if you're looking for a positive outcome start at that positive outcome and then work your way back so starting at the positive outcome you ask yourself how did this positive outcome end up positive and then you take a step back and you say okay this outcome was positive because before the outcome was positive i did this so let's say the the final step was 10 where you had the positive the positive outcome Okay, so what was step 9 that led to the positive outcome in step 10? And what was the what was the step before step 9? What was step 8? Then what would what did you do in step 7 to make step 8 be successful? So you can see where this is going. Now, this type of reverse engineering thinking is totally opposite since Dan told me about this in the late uh 90s, early 2000. I haven't heard one person mention this. Now, granted, I believe a lot of people that are in engineering and manufacturing, they probably employ reverse engineering logic. It just makes sense. I mean, why would you build something, you know, from scratch and waste all that time, waste all that money going back and fixing something that did not work 
as you as, as the steps progress to the next you know to the next level so i believe that a lot of engineers and manufacturers you know use reverse engineering in fact they probably have a blueprint where they have a schematic where they have to uh, test every area uh, for compliance uh, for costs for functionality and for a lot of different things so i would say people who build things probably use the reverse engineering approach so i'm very thankful that dan gave me that information in the late 90s early 2000s about how to start at the end and then work your way back now the other thing i want to talk about in terms of getting that getting business experience and then ending up with great experience and again regardless of what you're doing so if you are an attorney if you are a dentist a cpa a plastic surgeon um, a real estate broker an insurance broker a religious leader you know if you're if you're doing if you're doing direct sales you know you're selling you know makeup you're selling amway all of this information is great in terms of going from no experience to great experience now this is something i'm also going to tell people that may shock you okay when people talk about experience typically they're talking about technical experience and when i mean technical does a lawyer know the law does the dentist know how to perform dental procedures does the insurance broker know his policies does the religious leader know the religious topics uh what else does a political candidate know all the different things about politics and see and that is really uh looking at the end and not thinking about this bigger this bigger part so i'm not using any, any notes so if you hear me bouncing around or you hear me cutting up words i sincerely apologize for that but i wanted to do this podcast uh in a natural form so people can hear uh the emotion in my voice and how i am so passionate about getting this information out to people so like i was saying most people look at what they do in terms of measuring how successful they should be So a real estate broker may say, "Well, I am the best real estate broker because I know all of the real estate principles, the laws, you know, different workarounds. I can get this ho- this home sold." A religious leader may say, "We've done so many things in our church and we've done this thing to help things better. We've ordered more Bibles. We've uh, you know, we have a great website." You know, so all those things like I'm like I'm saying are great if you're looking at the very end of it. But the thing that is most important, but the activity that is most important is how we deal with people. So to go from no experience to go to great experience must include the people, how you interact with people. That is the largest activity between the things that you know how to do technically as a, an attorney, a dentist, a CPA, a preacher, a political candidate, the things that you know how to do technically, your knowledge of what you know. That is the small part. The bigger part is how are you going to deal 
with this person, this individual that you're working with, whether it's a new legal client, whether it's a person you're trying to sell the Amway business to, uh, whether it's a, a group of people you're asking for their vote. This part is the most difficult. This is the part where you need that system that I was talking about. Because if you're trying to go from having no experience to great experience, trust me, it's going to be how you uh, work with people that is going to be the large determining factor of whether or not you gain this experience. Because technically, unless you, unless you are an oncologist or a cardiologist or you're sending a rocket to space and you work at NASA, I mean, those kind of things don't require too much uh, personal relationship and building rapport skills. But if you're dealing with, with people and you're trying to help people move to the next level using your product or service, or if you're trying to you know, help people understand what your philosophical views are, you have to understand how to deal with people and how to um, work with people and how people think. And that, my friends, is really where the work comes. Um, and I've seen it over and over again. I can tell you just stories. And even if you listen to some of my podcasts on 321 Biz Development, I talk about stories of how people who are very smart, who are very technically savvy, who know their industries, people who know their Bibles, people who know the ins and out of politics. What their shortcoming was when we had a chance to talk about it, they had this big void on how to deal with people and, and how to communicate with people. So here's the next sort of curveball I'm going to add to this people side. When I say how to deal with people and how to you know build rapport and develop relationships. I'm not talking about the, the conversation or the dialogue being one way where you, the dentist, the CPA, the Amway distributor, the preacher, the political candidate doing most of the talking. The dialogue should be bi-directional and the person that you're meeting with should have more say in the conversation. So the person that you're meeting with for your insurance product, the person that you're meeting with to grow your church, those people should be talking most of the time. But because of our human nature, uh, you know, people tend to want to dominate the conversation and tell, tell, tell all that they know about a particular situation. And um, based on what PhDs have studied, PhDs give uh, the better outcomes when the people that you're you're communicating with control the conversation or have a 70% role in driving the conversation. Uh, so what, what that means is, uh, when I say 70% driving the conversation, what that means is the, the, the CPA, the attorney, the political candidate is asking questions and letting that person that you're trying to persuade or influence or convince. And I'm just using those words just to make it clear, but I don't use those words in my normal business dealings. I don't use the words influence, persuade, and convince. 
but I'm using them now just to give you some idea what I'm talking about. So you want that person to do at least, you know, 70% of the talking. So as a business owner or a leader or a political candidate, you want to ask those questions and let that person respond in a way where that person responding is dominating the, the, the time in the conversation at least 70% of the time. And what PhDs will tell you is when the person is answering your questions and you're giving that person the opportunity to talk about their feelings, their current situation, what's going on in their minds, you have a high probability that this person will come to your side. You have a high probability that whatever you are promoting, that person will say, you know what? I am willing to move forward with you because you are listening to me. Now they won't tell you all the time that I'm making the decision to go with you because you are listening to me in their own hearts and minds and their own psychology. They're saying, ah, here's a person that is actually listening to me to, to what I have to say. And the psychology based on what PhDs have written 67 to 70% of people studied will move forward with whatever, you know, a proposal that they're looking at if they need it or want it. And it's, and it has a, a great value. So that is so important listeners. If you want to go from no experience to having great experience. So people may ask, you know, you mentioned all of these, uh, platforms where this podcast will be uploaded. Well, I'll tell you what, I want to thank God for helping me get to this point in my life, even though I've, I've had some personal trials and tribulations and I've had some, some peaks and some valleys. I want to thank God for getting me to this point because without the God component, without the, you know, someone looking over me, I would have never gotten to this point in this time because when people are looking to uh, start a business or they're looking to be successful in something, it is very tough to find the right information to help you move forward. And, and I'll tell people something. There are so many uh, schemes out there. And when I say schemes, I don't mean maybe illegal schemes. I mean schemes or ways or methods that people have access to. So again, I'm not down. I'm not a... a, a throwing shade or I'm not uh, trying to downplay or discourage someone else's business. I'm not trying to say one business is bad and mine's the best. What I am saying is that there are so many different methods out there that people are buying into. They're saying, oh, this company is saying I can be successful doing this. So here's my $500 or here's, here's my $1,000 or here's my $2,000. I'm going to this arena to hear this person speak about success, motivation, and leadership. And then they walk away from the two-day event if it's a motivational event. And they walk away and five days later, they're at the same point they were before they went to the event. And so there's a lot of online stuff that people can buy and, and try. Now, the, the thing I want to say is that, yes, you can you know buy these things and and you may incrementally get there, you know, 20 years, 30 years from now, 
you may incrementally get there. And to be honest with you, maybe that's what happened to me. But I will say, I was always looking for ways to improve things based on me serving in the military and me having uh, this 12-year corporate career. So my DNA has always been a position to find solutions to things, uh, to problems. But I will say there are so many people who are looking and they think they have found a solution and they may have not found that solution yet. So I want to encourage people that whatever you're trying to do, uh, make sure that you have a system. So people may say, well, how do you develop that system? Well, you can use the, re the reverse engineering approach I mentioned. Think about what you want the outcome to be. And that's a great start. Like for my system that I, have, that I wrote from scratch for the most part using maybe 20% of information I got from other mentors, I probably spent 10,000 hours over the last seven to eight years getting to where I am today. So that's why I'm confident that I can help people uh, get there faster. So it won't take you 10,000 hours. It'll take you roughly 1,000 hours. And that's what the experts say. The experts say that it takes 1,000 to 1,600 hours or six to nine months of repetitive uh, activity, repetitive thought process to improve whatever you're doing. They don't want to commit that time to improvement. But I'm telling you, listeners, that is so important to commit to finding a way to function using a system. So anyway, I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast episode that will be uploaded to about four to five platforms because uh, based on what I'm seeing right now with some of the economic uh, situations, uh, the COVID-19 and some of the other things that are happening in the U.S., I think it's a great idea for people to come up with a system of how they can repeat successful activities, successful acts. So thank you for your time today. If you are a white collar small business owner and this podcast episode addresses a concern or situation that you are going through right now, please do not hesitate to call me at 833-321-3212 if you are in the U.S. or Canada or internationally using WhatsApp at country code 1-406-402-6400 to see if 321BizDev LLC can help you find a winning solution. We recommend small business owners looking for solutions. Visit our website at 321bizdev.com slash services to complete a questionnaire to begin the consultative process. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Make it a great day.